Hey, welcome to the Safety Man Podcast. Today we're launching a new series called So You Want to Be a Responsible Gun Owner. We're going to talk about a couple of parts where we talk about training, weapon selection, the moral, legal, tactical, and ethical aspects of defending yourself and your loved ones with deadly force. Hopefully you guys will ask me some questions so I can make sure I address those specifically. But stay tuned. We're going to have a couple parts in this series of the So You Want to Be a Responsible Gun Owner. Everywhere podcasts are played, Spotify, Apple, all over the place. Tune in, like, listen, share, subscribe, and follow, and be safe and be ready. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Safety Man Podcast. Safetyman.co. Today we're going to talk about things that can help keep you alive. I want your family to have a plan. Mainly two plans. One for a fire and one for a home invasion. You'll see as we go on, they'll both be very similar. Heaven forbid your fire detector goes off or you detect a fire in the kitchen, the boiler, or any other place. An electrical fire the grill's too close to the house in the summertime, whatever the cause may be, there's a fire and it's uncontrollable. The first thing we need to do is we had to have had a plan and everyone has to be trained in the plan. Everybody gets out of the house and meets at a location, the same location. I would recommend that it's in a neighbor's front yard right by their front door so you can see and direct all the other escaping occupants to you safely. The number one reason that people get burned in fires is they go back in looking for a pet or a person who has may already escaped. So number one, have a plan, practice the plan. And by the way, you might want to alert your neighbors. So if you show up at their doorstep at two in the morning and your bathrobes are boxers, they don't think something crazy is gonna happen. So we have that plan for a fire. We want to have two exits of your house for fire. One would be your normal in and out, and the other one would be maybe having to scale a second floor window. Some houses have awnings we could jump out of a window, then jump on an awning, and maybe hang out there safely till the fire department comes. If not, there's ways that you can spider hang off the side of the awning and stay tuned for a future YouTube show where we'll show you how to do that spider hang to minimize the chances of injury coming off of a first floor awning. All right, so we have our plan. Everybody knows the plan. We have two ways in, two ways out for a fire plan. And basically, we're just going to yell, keep it simple, fire, 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 get out. All right. I have pets. I'm not letting my pets get burned up in a fire. I'm rescuing my pets, okay? Basically, what I tell people to do is coax the pets with food or something else out the back door, especially if you have a fenced-in yard, and keep them in the yard. They're smart enough to go to the far corner and won't be affected by the burning house, okay? Some pets tend to hide. The way you can find that out is played really, really, really loud, thunderous, explosion music on your stereo system see where your pets hide and that may be the place to look for them in an emergency but again 
I always caution people, do not risk your life to go try to find a pet. It may have already escaped and is hiding, and you don't know that. I get it. I'm not minimizing it. I'm the same guy. I would be hard-pressed not to go back into the house to save my three dogs. Okay? So now let's transition from a fire to a home invasion or burglary in progress of an occupied dwelling, which means there's people in your house. Do we have alarms? Do we have lighting? Do we have signage that says we have alarms? Do we have signage that says this house is protected by a firearm? Do we have bushes blocking windows? Do we have reinforced locks? Do we take all the minor steps that just make it a little bit harder, a little bit harder? Give us, the homeowner, the potential victim, a little bit of time to contact police, to barricade, to arm ourselves, and to get mentally and physically prepared to defend any attack against our lives. So we have to do all the steps. I personally have 360 degree motion lights that are LED, and I have 360 degree cameras that record to the cloud. So at any time, the motion detector cameras will come on and tell me there's something, and the motion detector lights will come on and tell me there's something. The goal is to make the burglar or the home invader pick another house. Okay, so we took care of all the outside, the external, the electronics. Now we have to prepare uh, for what happens if this person gets in or these people get in. Remember, oftentimes criminals travel in groups or packs, whatever you want to call these scumbags. Okay, so if we're going to have a firearm, everyone in the house who's old enough to be able to do it must know how to load unload and fire efficiently accurately and consistently that firearm they must also know what the laws are they must also be able to identify their target to make sure they're not shooting a homeowner a a neighbor or somebody that isn't armed or a threat so as we go into our class we'll talk about all those different nuances so the different types of firearms there are we talked about handguns shotguns and we'll talk about rifles in this episode so rifles in this episode present a pretty effective means of self-defense providing you have the right ammunition that's not going to over penetrate and just as important that you're willing to dedicate enough time effort energy and money to practice so everybody in the house can make that weapon hot and can make that weapon safe when need be, okay? You don't have to put a whole heck of a lot of accoutrements on that gun. I recommend night optics and a flashlight. That's about it. That in a 10 in New Jersey, 30 in other state round magazine and a sling is all you really need to be able to make that M4 style, AR-15 style weapon system work for you. So we've covered now handguns, shotguns, and rifles. Edged weapons, tasers, stun guns, they're contact weapons, they're weapons of last resort. They're not weapons that I would base my primary home defense on. They are good and a last ditch effort. And they give you the peace of mind that they're not likely to kill or permanently injure somebody. Okay? 
So let's review real quick. Our fire plan is everybody out. Everybody knows two ways out. Everybody meets at a predetermined location. We all have our cell phones probably. I don't know anybody who ever ran out of the house without holding their cell phone. Take your cell phone, send a group text, say I'm at 123 Main Street, I am okay. Come meet me here. Call 911, say the address three times, tell them there's a fire or tell them there's a home invasion. Tell them that you're armed. Describe who the victims or the occupants are so the police know what they are. Okay? Please like, follow, listen, subscribe, and share these podcasts. I'm getting pretty good questions about what people want answers to, and I want to be able to do that. So please like, follow, listen, share, and subscribe to podcasts on Apple, Spotify, all over the place where you get your podcasts. Any more questions, just let Corey know, safetyman.co, and as always, be ready.